Hi, this is Diane Peters from jcharvestinvestments.com. How are you doing today? Today's a beautiful day, not too much humidity. I'm enjoying it because the humidity just really, I feel like I'm suffocating with that thing. Anyway, hope your morning is going all right. Uh, today I want to talk about um, kind of how I started in the corporate world. So funny, I think I told you I started dancing when I was five and tried ballet, didn't make it, and did interpretive dance and I had an opportunity when I was 14 to try out for Juilliard. They were looking for um, African-American students to come to the school, and of course I didn't do that. Um, wasn't mature enough, I feel, at that point. I was 14. My mom tried to talk to me. My sister tried to talk to me. And my sister Charlene and I were in a dance class together, and it's the funniest thing. <laughs> I even said to my dance instructor, because she was going over to England, that's why our classes stopped. She said, um, I said, the only way I'm going to try out is if Charlene can, could try out with me. Now, Charlene could barely <laughs> walk across the floor back then, let alone dance. And I think my teacher was just, um, you know, I guess surprised. I wish I could meet her now because that was so many years ago. But needless to say, Mom got married, had two kids, and the marriage didn't work out. And um, at the end of the marriage, I got a job at, at this company. It was a marine company. And back in those days, there was this, I don't know, it wasn't technology. It was a method of sending messages internationally. For any of you out there my age group, you'll know what I'm talking about. It was a te telex. And what you do is it was what they use on the ships because the, co the code on the strip of tape that you were sending across, you, you, it was in uh, Braille. And you had to learn to, to read the letters by feeling the raised dots on the tape. So needless to say, I was sitting down one day, very bored, and I said, um, I had a six row, I think it was, yeah, six rows of, of numbers that, I, there were like six rows and I think it was six columns, but there weren't columns. This was just <coughs> a blank piece of paper, I mean a blank screen, and you look down into it, really weird machine. I think back now when I think about the technology today, I'm like, I'm trying to explain this. I barely remember it myself. So needless to say, I had to do this uh, for one of the senior executives in the finance department, <coughs> CFO's office, <coughs> had asked for these, these numbers to be sent over to our, our office in Manila. And I was bored, and I sat there, and I just lined all the numbers up to the point where there were commas, and, you know, the columns were perfect. <coughs> I don't know why I did that, but <laughs> I was bored. So um, sent that off and then sent the hard copy because we'd also get a hard copy, sent it up to the executive and that's how they knew, <coughs> excuse me, that the, um, the telex was sent. The next thing I know, my boss's boss got this phone call from this guy and they wanted to know who's the person that did this telex. So the guy comes into the office, my boss's boss, and he's like, who did this? You know, so-and-so upstairs wants to know who did it. He wants to talk to her and wants to... Um, <clears throat> have a conversation. So I'm thinking, what the heck? Did I do a wrong number? So bottom line is I got to talk to him. <clears throat> HR was with me. And it was at that point that, <coughs> excuse me, I was put on a, a program because I was hadn't gone to school. And I was given a mentor. And I was, uh, they wanted to, he just felt like somebody who took the time to do that um, didn't deserve, an, deserve to be in the telex department. So it was at that point that promotion started happening, and I was being advised on how to take classes. And back in those days, they'd pay for your classes if you maintained an A or a B. 
So of course I, I did everything I could to maintain an A or a B in school because I didn't want to have to pay for the classes. I think they gave 75% if you got a C. So I went to various schools, raising my sons, uh, living, you know, at the time I was divorced. So I was just living the fun life too on top of all that. And, you know, at one point I, I reached a level that, you know, technically, you know, having not finished school, I guess I, you know, was in the chairman, I mean, a part of the executive office and, and the strategic planning department and taking, again, <clears throat> management training programs. And um, I'll tell you, I think I've told you this before, the thing that scared me out of the, um, the executive office or um, made me want to leave it was when I took this management uh, class that we were, they wanted us to, I thought I was going to become a middle manager. I thought I wanted to become a, a manager <clears throat> until I realized what that was. And like I, I think I'd said before, it was like a high class babysitting job. I thought I was going to become a middle manager and get more interesting projects to work on myself. But actually, I was to delegate them and then motivate people. I, I'm not that person. You know, I can do little babies and maybe some elementary school kids, but adults, come on now. I'm just not, I don't have the patience. So needless to say, I didn't want to do that. And I was in towards the end. It was like a two-year program. I was towards the end of that. I was in 18 months when I realized I can't do this. So all of a sudden at this job, I was in charge of uh, our research, uh, secondary information, the programs that we had in-house. And it was my responsibility to deviate, you know, to work with the consultants departments to order the, prod, the, the um, materials that they needed. So he worked with different p- people, like I guess the only one today, because I don't even know Frost and Sullivan, but that was one of the research houses that we collected data because back in the day, that was all hard copy. You didn't have anything electronic. And I think Dun & Bradstreet was the only thing online and it was a dedicated line to their server and you, know, you pulled out information from there. So needless to say, um, as I was getting through this and recognizing I no longer wanted to work in, in management, and I figured if I stopped going to school, I wouldn't get promotions, I had to find a way out. So I was working with one of the consultants. In fact, my girlfriend, Tihara, reminded me of who he was because he wanted to date her. <clears throat> and um, we were studying this data, um, this technology, and it was called Voice, Door, and Forward. And it was so intriguing to me. I just kept reading up on it. And of course, doing the research for the various consultants, I was giving them data and giving them information. And everything I gave and everything I read, I was just so fascinated by this technology. And to think that your voice could be stored on the computer and then you could dial into a number and then you could, you could uh, relay and leave messages. That's the first time voicemail was uh, developed. It was back then. It was called Voice Storm Forward. And in those days, you had a, a computer. I think it was called VMX was the first hardware. And VMX was a service that GTE decided to take in. That was the company I was working for. And offer these services to different companies. So I was working with one of the sales, regional sales managers, feeding him data all the time because that was part of my role. Any up-to-date statistics, uh, you know, statistical data. That's basically what my job was. So I remember him uh, talking to me more and more about it, and he and I became friends. And I was saying to him, you know, that this job sounds so fascinating. Meanwhile, in school, I had taken this test to find out if I really was the type of person who should be a manager. Bottom line, no. So my strong points were 
you know, um, being able to communicate properly, you know, it was just basically sales. All my things were sales. And I had this high level of care for customers that really mattered to me. So it was at that point that, um, I decided I wanted to become a sales, an account executive. That's what the title was. And I wanted to do it for voice and, and GTEs was, I, I forget what the service was called, but it was anyway, it was our division for voicemail. Because at that time, voicemail was outside. It was, a, it was a note on the computer. You had a note on the computer. You gave them an 800 number, and they dialed in. And when they dialed in, they got their messages, and they could leave messages. So back in that day, the oil industry, the diamond um, industry, and anyone that was broadcasting pricing, they were the high users of it. So, so needless to say, I wanted a job in that department. And I went for the interview. I didn't get the first job. Uh, they gave it to someone else. And so I know I wanted to work there. So what I did is I started sending off a barrage of communications to this guy. I mean, and these were like not, not emails. We were sending, I was sending hard copies. Anyway, another position opened up in the Man- Manhattan area. It was Manhattan, Northern New Jersey, and Fairfield County. And of course, I was, I think every other day, sending this guy a message. Needless to say, he interviewed me and he said he had a pile of papers on his desk and he said to me, I couldn't help but hire you. <laughs> he said every day I was getting these papers about the, you know, the technology, what the predicting the future was going to hold. And, you know, he says I was getting so much information that I had no other choice but to hire you. So my message today is you may start at the bottom. Now, mind you, I didn't become CEO of a major corporation, but I just got to work on different projects and got to learn what I really wanted. Hey, listen, I'm going to end this now. This is Diane Peters from jcharvestinvestments.com. Check me out. Thank you.